Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is 365 Sports. The Smokey.com podcast is presented by Peter Chevrolet in Longview, Texas. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. TFNB, your bank for life. Baylor's Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine. And Bubba's 33. It is already week number two of the high school football season in the great state of Texas. And we will look ahead a little bit later on to the best games this week. And there are some really, as always, great matchups in non-district. Also, an interesting and inspirational story in Lake Belton High School with Corbin Mock and how he had to give up football because of health reasons and yet still very much involved in the game. Chapel Hill star quarterback Demetrius Brisbane and former Liberty Ilo star LaMichael James will join us today. Also, look at players of the week from last week. And in fact, we'll start with that. Some of the best wins from last week, including, well, one of the players we feature today, Demetrius Brisbane. Chapel Hill beat Gilmer 71 to 53. In the last 20 years or so, Gilmer has been as good as anybody year in and year out. Yes, Carthage has had their incredible run, too. But Gilmer is a team you know you have to beat if you're going to go anywhere. And Chapel Hill winning 71-53 to in an absolute crazy shootout. And Chapel Hill quarterback Demetrius Brisbane over 300 yards rushing. As a team, they had over 700 yards, and Ricky Stewart had 298 of that. To me, the game that popped out the most to me, though, was Melissa 50 and Argyle 14. We will get into Melissa and China Spring playing uh, in the Waco area in week number two. Pleasant Grove and Brock in an old-fashioned. How often do you see 10-7 anymore? 10-7. But that's what Pleasant Grove, Josh Gibson, and his football team have a critical win against Brock at a great, both teams got better. I, I tell you what, when I saw Timpson 50 and Beckville 13, I said, okay, Beckville's pretty good, but Timpson with Terry Bussey, but he's not even playing right now because he's still coming back from the knee surgery on the offseason. Uh, Terry Bussey with J.J. Garner came up with a big game for Timpson, the Bears in that win. Carthage, 30-27 over Kilgore. Kilgore takes the uh, defending champions, nine-time champions, to the wire in that game. Also, Grandview 35, Glenrose 7. 
expected either one of those teams to win. Glenn, Glenn Rose lost their great quarterback from a year ago, and so Grandview looks good, and they always are. The Zebras win that game 35-7. Two really good teams uh, in 3A. Harmony and Hooks met Hooks winning that game. Uh, and again, uh, Walls, the running back, with nearly 200 yards for Hooks as they beat uh, Harmony 26-22. to One other game, a couple of these, like, they play a lot against each other. Gregory Portland, 25, Cal Allen, out of Corpus Christi, 7. That was a final. And then Lucas Lovejoy, 50, College Station, 37. College Station was in that game for quite a bit. And then Lovejoy turned on the Jets to win 50-37. to 37. Those are just a couple of games that jump out. Now, we have every week on my website, Smokey.com, we have East and Central Texas, the greater areas of those two regions in Texas. And here are the Players of the Week. Uh, based on all of what we look at, and, and it's it also who's playing who and all of that. But the Offensive Player of the Week, uh, the overall Player of the Week, how about Fernando Espinosa? You see the stats in Carlisle's win, 38-26 against Carlton. He did everything, offense and defense, and even a part of kicking off. And then Demetrius Brisbane, there he is again. I mentioned the 330 yards rushing, four touchdowns, threw for three more in the exhilarating win against the Buckeyes at Gilmer. Mount Vernon, Cam Doss did everything you can on defense. In fact, he had a couple of defensive touchdowns in their win against Quinlan Ford. And then Carter Buxton, he did not kick the game-winning field goal in the 10-7 win against Brock, but the field goal was the difference in the end, and he's the special teams player of the week in East Texas. Now moving to the Central Texas area. How about Mario Porter at Frost High School just outside of Corsicana? 250 yards rushing. He had tackles. He also blocked an extra point. He also punted the ball three times. Couple of extra points, two-point conversions in a win against Bartlett. Mario Porter, the overall player. And how about University High? They continue to look really good. Karon Johnson, former Quero star, played at Baylor. He was on the Midway staff last year with Shane Anderson, now the head coach at University High. In their win against Robinson, Ladarius Davis, 44 carries, 265 yards, and a touchdown. Grandview, I mentioned defense in Grandview's win against Glenrose, holding them to seven. Carter Collins plays a linebacker for the Zebras, the defensive player of the week. And Alton McCallum took the opening kickoff for Belton, 96 yards for a touchdown, helped them, and they beat Hendrickson 35-27. I mentioned Ladarius uh, and his 44 carries for University High. H.D. Davis from Wolf City, 43 carries, 451 yards, and six touchdowns in their win against Len uh, Leonard. Great game there. I mentioned Garner and what he did stepping in for Terry Bussey. He was going to be their quarterback anyway. Bussey's a great player. He'll play everywhere. Uh, Garner, normally the running back, 223 yards, five touchdowns in the win against Beckville. Uh, there was one other player. I mentioned Stewart, 298 for Chapel Hill. Oh, here's another one. Uh, Josiah Welch from Hawkins, 34 carries. 306 yards, three scores. Cameron Williams of uh, Jefferson, 338 yards rushing and four touchdowns in their win against New Boston, 41 to nothing. So those are some of the elite performances, uh, best wins, and then the best players or performances. And we'll do this every week here to start the Smokey.com Texas High School Football Podcast. Coming up next, Corbin Mock. 
Lake Belton High School. You know all about the players, Selman Bridges and obviously Micah Hudson and more with Brian Cope, the head coach. The Broncos are really good, and they've been good from day one when the school opened. The story about Corbin Mock, who had to give up football, why he did, his story, numerous surgeries throughout his lifetime, and yet he's still a major factor in Lake Belton's football program. That is next. This is the Smokey.com Texas High School Football Podcast. In Texas, there's pea-sized hail and baseball-sized hail. Guess which one hit our house? We didn't even know where to begin, but we called our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent, and he was so reassuring. He knew exactly what to do to get our house back into shape and our lives back to normal. Now, we're even more thankful for the roof over our heads. Stop by and see our agents at one of our three McLennan County locations. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Pizza, burgers, and Bears football. There's no place around Waco that serves them all other than Bubba's 33. Come show your green and gold and enjoy some of Waco's best food and beverages while watching your favorite team, the Bears. When real Bears fans get hungry, Bubba's 33 is the number one spot for ice-cold drinks, hand-stretched, stone-baked pizzas, and bacon-infused burgers. Join us for indoor or patio dining. Bubba's 33, Waco's restaurant and proud supporter of Baylor Bears football. Sick'em, Bears! TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge Checking and Savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. Baylor Scott and White, Southwest Sports Medicine Orthopedics, the team physicians for Baylor Athletic, specializing in diagnosing and treatment of any and all sport-related injuries. Celebrating over two decades of service to Central Texas, they tackle all surgical and non-surgical problems that arise from an active lifestyle. Trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. And when injuries sideline you, don't wait for Monday. Join us at 8.30 on Saturday morning for a post-game injury evaluation clinic. Baylor Scott and White, Southwest Sports Medicine Orthopedics. We get you back in the game. This is 365 Sports. The Smokey.com podcast is presented by Peter Chevrolet in Longview, Texas. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. TFNB, your bank for life. Baylor's Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine. And Bubba's 33. in Texas high school football. Like every school in America, there are inspirational stories. Sometimes you you hear about the blue chips, the five stars, the record breakers, the state championships. And to me, since I started covering high school football in 1981, it's always been about uh, the stories behind the scenes that really impact a football program. I'll never forget it. I brought this up before in 1988 when I mentioned the story about Jamie Sexton and a team at Marshall back when they played in the semifinals and lost in 1988 and what he meant to that team. Corbin Mock of Bel- uh, Lake Belton High School joins us along with Brian Cope, the Broncos football team winning their opening game. And Brian Cope and Corbin Mock join us on 365 Sports in the High School Football Podcast. Brian, the young man to your right, I know you left me a voicemail earlier today. You've told me about Corbin and his story. What does he mean to your program? Uh, I think he's one of the reasons we've had such early success. Um, He's an inspiration to our kids and our coaches and our community. Um, You know, with with his 
Um, back situation, he's unable to play football. Uh, but you would never be able to tell that uh, when he's on a practice field um, with the energy that he brings, with the, the helpfulness that he's there. He's in all of our quarterback meetings. Uh, he questions our OC's play calls from time to time. Um, and he always wants to run mesh. So I guess he's a Mike Leach disciple is what you could say. Yep. Um, but, man, he, he, he really is. He, a lot of times – when you're thinking about having a bad day, you look over to Corb and know, hey man, he, he's he's here giving his all. So there's no reason that we we don't need to. And he's great with our teammates and our coaches. Well, and the story again, Corbin and others have reported on this and done features on Corbin. This a thoracic insufficiency syndrome that affects you and, and your lungs and much more. And you have been through, I believe, somewhere near 35 or 40 surgeries. When you found out you could not play football again, Corbin, what was your reaction? Well, I mean, I was devastated, very, very sad. And um, I think for a whole semester, I was just um, – really upset just because I wouldn't be able to play, play with my friends, but also play the game that I love so much. Um, and so that really, really hurt. And for a while, I didn't know what I was, you know, going to do. Well, um, you've had an impact obviously as a volunteer coach, helping with the quarterbacks and as coach Cope just mentioned, helping maybe with the play calling and, and you did that and you didn't feel sorry for yourself or, and you mentioned that in an article on Texas football, but did you, did it take you a while to kind of get over why me or how did you handle that? It did. It, it took a little bit to um, kind of adjust knowing that I couldn't play. Um, but I think eventually I think it just kind of clicked in my head. You know, I can't play, make the best out of the, out of what happened, out of the circumstance, make the best out of it. Ryan, what did you say to Corbin when he came to you or did he come to you or did you make the suggestion he hang with the program as a volunteer coach and help? So this started a while ago. Corbin probably doesn't even know, but he was on the bench at the uh, at North Belton for the basketball team. Uh, and he also helped out with the football team a little bit. And I was going to practices and I was at games and I saw a kid that that you could tell was didn't have the physical ability to play, but man, always had a positive attitude. And I, and I thought to myself, man, I want that kid a part of our program in some way, shape, or form. Uh, and so we did. He kind of was just a manager in year one uh, as a freshman. And then he's just kind of, hey, coach, I'm going to go to this meeting. Okay. And then you saw what he brought to the overall program, and we've talked more about it. Um, and, and he really does. He, he just – and watching him interact with our players on game nights – you know, coaches can get heated. We know that mm -hmm. kids can get heated, especially when the, when the Friday night lights are on and he's a real calming influence where he's talking to quarterbacks or he knows he's watching the game. So he knows when a kid makes a mistake. So then he's kind of over there just being a, a great presence for us. Corbin, do you feel like you might even understand the game better now than you would have had you continued to play? For sure. I think that I, I think I know the game now as opposed to if I would have been able to play way better, just because, you know, I'm, I'm in the, you know, film with our offensive coordinator every morning, um, getting to learn from him. And as opposed to, you know, being in film, watching one position, I kind of get to watch the whole field. Um, that's, that's kind of why I, I like going with the quarterbacks, especially because they have to know what everybody's doing. They have to know what the offensive line's doing, wide receivers, their reads, what the defensive coverages are. And um, so that has helped me a lot. And I think that I've learned 
way more now than I would have. I don't know if you count, but how many surgeries have you had with your back to make sure that everything is okay? I've had 41 surgeries. 41? Yes, sir. Brian, how many practices or games has he missed? Uh, less than 41. I'll tell you that right now. He, uh, he, you know, only after that, only after he has a surgery, he's probably out for two or three days. Um, and then he's going to be back. And we always, uh, talk to our kids and let them know when Corbin's going to be gone and to keep them in their thoughts, um, to make sure that they check on him and that we check on him as a staff, uh, with his parents and also texting him and, and, uh, you know, it, he is a great resource for us and an inspiration to our kids and our coaches. Corbin, do you feel like that when you're out there that you've now become kind of a calming force? As Coach Cope said, it gets intense on Friday nights, the headsets or sidelines, player coaches, vice versa. Do you do you feel that you're a calming force? And when did you kind of realize that that might be one of your strengths? Um, I do. I do feel like I'm a little bit of a calming force, you know, Things happen on the field that don't always go our way. And so, you know, players will come off the field mad. Coaches will be yelling. And I'll be over there with our quarterbacks, and we'll just be going through each play and what what they saw, what I saw, and just kind of learn from there together. And then sometimes they'll be on the headset with our offensive coordinator, and then we'll be talking uh, about what our offensive coordinator said and then just kind of calm down and take a step back. Um, and then I'll do that with our wide receivers sometimes too. And it started, I think, uh, our old quarterback, Connor Cruz, mm -hmm. he, um, he, he was always a very, very uh, calm person in stressful situations. And so seeing that from him, that kind of, uh, that kind of made me realize, like, there's no need to get all angry on the sideline. Um, that just makes everything worse. And so I think both of us together kind of try to calm the sidelines down when stuff didn't go our way. You obviously are an inspiration uh, for the football team, the coaching staff, the program, even the school and the community. Do you feel that? Sometimes I do. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I think it's I think it's hard to see that. I think it's it would be hard for anybody to see that. Um, but I mean, hearing it always makes me feel pretty good. Do you sometimes just want to avoid the attention, or do you understand why people want to discuss your life? I understand it. Sometimes, um, sometimes I try to avoid it a little bit because I, I don't want to put all the attention on my back. If that makes sense, mm -hmm. you know, cause I've been trying to get rid like trying to get my mind off of it for so long. Um, but I mean, now, you know, I, I see why people want to talk about it and I, I, I don't mind talking about it with anyone. So when you have the surgeries, and one more question on that, if you don't mind, because it is such a unique story. I don't think this is something that's very common that young kids have to go through or young men or women have to go through. What is it like? Do you kind of know when it's time for something to be adjusted with your back and surgery? Or how, how is that? Or is that just more preventative when they have surgery on your back? Well, so when I, whenever I grow, my thorax can't grow on its own. Mm -hmm. And so you can kind of feel... I mean, I guess I, every four to six months I have a surgery. And by the time that it's that fourth month, I can kind of tell, you know, it's getting a, getting a little tight, um, just everything because it's uh, kind of trapped and can't grow. And uh, so I, I know whenever I need a regular expansion surgeries and then I have rods in my back. And so whenever one of those gets out of place, I can usually tell. And um, they usually just fix that at, at my next expansion surgery. I don't know if I told you this, Coach Coat, but uh, last year, during our uh, Beauty Johnson game. So I guess 
a year ago on Friday, I actually uh, pulled my rod out of place throwing with Connor before a game. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I was going to ask you about you had to make sure you avoid anything on contact, right? Are you on the sideline or in the press box? Sideline. I'm right. on the sideline. I thought, yeah. Man. Brian, what have you learned from what Corbin has done? Oh, man, I I've learned to, to – don't forget to enjoy each day. Um, man, I, we've been given an unbelievable blessing by this school, the talent that we've had to start from day one uh, with an outstanding administration and, and community. Uh, and I think it's pretty neat. Before each game, we we link up by kind of carabiner locks by each position, yep. and they get called up, and then we choose somebody um, that the week before has been an inspiration or has played – has played really, really well. And it was pretty neat. I didn't tell him I was doing it, but Friday night, the first time. Yes, sir. Yeah, for the first time, we chose Corbin to link us up. And I think that that meant uh, a lot to him. But to see the smile and cheers from his teammates was really, really awesome to see. Corbin, what was that like, young man? I mean, that was really, really cool. I think that, um, you know, whenever you link a team together, especially right before going out of the locker room, all of the energy is so high and all of the emotions and nervousness of everything. First first game of the year. And so that was super, super cool to see uh, and to be a part of. Well, you won the opening game, Brian. You told me there's a little bit of drama because of the lights. You got a game, in uh, not this week, but next. It's going to be on ESPN2. You have a lot of attention with, obviously, with Micah Hudson, Selman Bridges, and not just those two. Uh, you have a very, very good football team. And you mentioned how everything's been blessed as far as when you opened up. Brand new school. Uh, you and I have probably shared a lot of text and email about the journey that you've been on and what has happened with Lake Belton. Could it have ever started better than it has? Yeah, we could be 30 and 0 instead of 26 and 4. Um, and, and funny, I remember those four a lot more than the, than yep. the 26. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, uh, our old principal who, who left this last year to go to San Angelo, Jill Ross, Sam Skidmore, AD, our new principal, Steele Hennigan, um, has come in and done a phenomenal job. I mean, it takes all of us um, to be able to, to put this together. And a lot of hard work. I mean, our OC, Matt Uzel, uh, he and I played college football together, and he moved up from San Antonio and never left San Antonio. Uh, Randy Hooten, our defensive coordinator, uh, moved in from Hutto um, at the start of the school. Um, and he and I work together at Consol. Like both, like the, uh, those two guys have done a phenomenal job of making sure that our standards high, but making sure that we keep the standard. Too many times when you have success, it's easy to 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 let the little things slide. But man, little things add up. And we're about to play a really good Buta Johnson team that is significantly better than what they were last year, and it's going to be a tough test. And in a short turnaround, because I mean, we open up district with Red Oak and Shoemaker, and we know what those guys are now. Um, to go along with Midlothian, and I think Waco's improved mm -hmm. uh, uh, significantly. It's going to be a, a, a tough, a, a tough gauntlet, and you got to stay healthy, and you got to, you know, the ball's not round. It takes funny bounces, and, and you got to make sure that, that you're getting after it and focused all on the details. Brian, thanks for always sending me a lot uh, when it comes to what you're doing at Lake Belton. Corbin Mock, young man, I'm proud of you, and everybody is. And, and obviously, the way you've handled a setback and how you just moved on, and all of us can learn from that. Uh, thank you so much for your time and continued luck as you continue to progress with, with your back, but also as a young man that's an inspiration to that community and elsewhere around the state of Texas.
Thank you, sir. Thank, thank you. Thank you very much. That's uh, Brian Cope, Corbin Mock, Lake Belton. Man, that's, that's an incredible story. It, you have things and setbacks in life. All of us do, whatever it might be. And sometimes you go, why me? Corbin Mock said that was something for just a little bit of time. But now look what he's doing as a major contributor and impact with the Lake Belton football program. When we come back, LaMichael James, former Oregon star, state championship running back when he was at Liberty Ilo. His thoughts about his high school career and Demetrius Brisbane from Chapel Hill High School after their huge win against Gilmer and his life as far as what he has been through and who he is today. And this is Smokey.com, the Texas high school football statewide podcast. In Texas, there's pea-sized hail and baseball-sized hail. Guess which one hit our house? We didn't even know where to begin, but we called our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent, and he was so reassuring. He knew exactly what to do to get our house back into shape and our lives back to normal. Now, we're even more thankful for the roof over our heads. Stop by and see our agents at one of our three McLennan County locations. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Pizza, burgers, and Bears football. There's no place around Waco that serves them all other than Bubba's 33. Come show your green and gold and enjoy some of Waco's best food and beverages while watching your favorite team, the Bears. When real Bears fans get hungry, Bubba's 33 is the number one spot for ice-cold drinks, hand-stretched, stone-baked pizzas, and bacon-infused burgers. Join us for indoor or patio dining. Bubba's 33, Waco's restaurant and proud supporter of Baylor Bears football. Sick'em, Bears. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge Checking and Savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. Baylor, Scott & White, Southwest Sports Medicine Orthopedics, the team physicians for Baylor Athletic, specializing in diagnosing and treatment of any and all sport-related injuries. Celebrating over two decades of service to Central Texas, they tackle all surgical and non-surgical problems that arise from an active lifestyle. Trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. And when injuries sideline you, don't wait for Monday. Join us at 8.30 on Saturday morning for a post-game injury evaluation clinic. Baylor, Scott & White, Southwest Sports Medicine Orthopedics. We get you back in the game. This is 365 Sports. The Smokey.com podcast is presented by Peter Chevrolet in Longview, Texas. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. TFNB, your bank for life. Baylor's Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine. And Bubba's 33. Welcome back to the Smokey.com Texas High School Football Podcast. Week number two, thanks to Garrett Ross, Jack McKenzie, and also our amazing sponsors of this show each and every week. Last week, an update, Will Hammond, the quarterback at Hutto, who joined us, uh, a Texas Tech commit. He had 405 yards passing, six touchdowns, ran for 100 yards and a touchdown in their win against the Rattlers of San Marcos, 66-35. to so an update on what Will Hammond did the week afterwards. And Rashawn Woods, a head coach at Tyler High who joined us, they won their first game, a huge comeback win against Marshall last week in week number one for the Lions. LaMichael James, 
Uh, I have been covering high school football since 1981, and for a large time, for about 30 years of my career, it was anywhere from deep southeast Texas all the way up to the Texarkana area, and really just an expansive area with the website Smokey.com. So I have uh, I've seen a lot of amazing players. LaMichael James was at Liberty Isle, Liberty Isle High School, the Leopards, and they won a state championship with a dramatic win against Robinson. When Robinson went for two to try to win it all, didn't make it, and Liberty Isle won the championship 30, uh, what was it, 35 to 34. They had won a state championship back, I think it was in, what, 2009. Brandon Jones and that team also were very, very good. LaMichael James, in his career at Liberty Isle, over three years, rushed for 4,200. 73 yards and 49 touchdowns. He then went to Oregon, played for the Ducks. He was the Doak Walker Award winner with uh, at Oregon. He was third in the Heisman Trophy voting as well. He was good right then when Oregon was getting hot, and he was a main part, a major part of what they did with the Ducks. Uh, LaMichael James is now an entrepreneur. He will be inducted into the National Football Foundation College Football Hall of Fame, and he joined us on 365 Sports, our afternoon show earlier in the week i i'll never forget uh, when you made the run liberty Ilo had won a state championship brandon jones i think at the time was one of the stars of the program and then you were there was middlebrooks with you is that the same time when will middlebrook middle yeah middlebrooks was the uh was my quarterback yeah and he's one year older and you guys had the uh, a showdown games at, at Lobo Stadium eventually beat Robinson in the state championship and much more. But just what was that like? Uh, Texarkana, I mean, Pleasant Grove recently has been really, really good out of Texarkana. We know about Texas High. What was that like to come out of an area in East Texas that was so hard to win titles? Oh, man, I just remember the grind. Because uh, I originally came from Texas. So I went to Texas Middle School. I was slave to go to Texas High, but I ended up going to Liberty Olive because I wanted I didn't want to cut my hair, which is <laughs> crazy because we talk about that right now. But I had like long braids and I was like, I ain't cutting my hair. So they made the rules, so I just went to Liberty Olive. Uh I knew a couple of kids because Texas County was small, so I knew a lot of kids that went over there. So once I made that move, you know, they're already a good team and they had a running back. And honestly, I didn't even know what position I played just because Football wasn't just like a huge party. I was just playing because I just wanted to play. Um, so I get on the team in eighth grade. Uh, and then, I mean, we won every game. We won every game, eighth grade, ninth grade, and just that camaraderie with the with the guys. And once we got to tenth grade with the other guys, like we knew we had a chance, but that was one huge uh, stop in front of us. Even like before the season, when all the books, I forgot what they're called now, the the you know the the uh, Earl Campbell's book that came out in the summer mm-hmm. is that what it's called? The day it came out in the yeah. summer. And, yeah, yeah, the day of, yeah. And I see, and it's like Liberty Alamo number three and Gilbert number one. They're slated for a first round, you know, match in. Ain't no way around it. We make it, and we're gonna play them. So the whole year, you're just thinking about that. You know, like you're planning to get in the playoffs, but you know, like you got a you got a good one coming up. Well, Michael, uh, that state championship game, uh, you beat a team here in Waco Robinson, uh, and it was a, uh, uh, fake extra point that won it for you. Do you have memories of that? Like that moment, those things that like, it kind of maybe even spurs you on of like, man, that just the thrill of, of winning a game that way. Oh yeah. He lined up on the wrong side, <laughs> the holder. Oh, no. uh, like, 
I don't know what they were thinking. He lined up wrong, and we was like, oh, this is a fake. And I don't think it was – no matter what, if he even tried to take, I don't think he was going to get that ball off. But I do remember that, and that's how we won the game. It was a, it was a thriller at SMU. Remember it like it was yesterday. Actually, I remember every game we played throughout that run. 35-34, uh, obviously Gilmer, Carthage, teams like that were really, really good. What was uh, – weren't you, like, uh, just unbelievable in the game at Lobo Stadium against Gilmer? Yeah, I remember it. Uh, this is why I know I remember you, too, because I was going to Smokey when I was in high school, and everybody picked Gilmer. And I, <laughs> I remember I wrote it. And I don't blame them, man. Even watching highlights, of, you know, I say, I tell people all the time, Curtis Brown has to be like the best football player I've ever played against in my entire life. He was, he was that good. And that team was that good. And I remember just going out there on the field with him, and they're in a whole different uh, wavelength. But, you know, a lot of my guys had heart, and we played hard too. So uh, just going out there and, you know, having to play that game, I think it's probably one of the best games in East Texas, in my opinion, that, that I've been a part of. Now the coach for Gilmer's, the head coach at UTSA, yeah, Jeff Trailer. Uh, Jeff yeah. Trailer, uh, he's gone up the ranks. Was GJ on that team? I was trying to ask you that. GJ was with uh, Gilmer. It was uh, okay. Yeah, at, GJ, at, yeah, yeah. He transferred from Canton. Right. Was he in that? And game? And then he went to Gilmer. Why, was he in that game, or was he, he a little bit? He, no, he was in there too. They had GJ Kenny. They had Snow. They had Justin Johnson. They had oh, Curtis God. Brown. Justin they had all Johnson. the receivers. Oh man, I can't. They had like eleven Division One kids on that team. It was, no, they it did. was unbelievable. Yeah, did. Justin Johnson went to OU. Snow and Brown went to Texas. Yeah, they were they were absolutely loaded. GJ went to yeah. Texas initially. Yeah, we had GJ on yeah. yesterday, Lamichael. If I'd have known, we didn't get a hold of you till today. But I'd love to have asked him about it. He's now the head coach at Texas State, and they're playing Baylor on Saturday in Waco. In Texas, there's pea-sized hail and baseball-sized hail. Guess which one hit our house? We didn't even know where to begin, but we called our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent, and he was so reassuring. He knew exactly what to do to get our house back into shape and our lives back to normal. Now, we're even more thankful for the roof over our heads. Stop by and see our agents at one of our three McLennan County locations. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Pizza, burgers, and Bears football. There's no place around Waco that serves them all other than Bubba's 33. Come show your green and gold and enjoy some of Waco's best food and beverages while watching your favorite team, the Bears. When real Bears fans get hungry, Bubba's 33 is the number one spot for ice-cold drinks, hand-stretched, stone-baked pizzas, and bacon-infused burgers. Join us for indoor or patio dining. Bubba's 33, Waco's restaurant and proud supporter of Baylor Bears football. Sick'em, Bears. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. Baylor, Scott & White, Southwest Sports Medicine Orthopedics, the team physicians for Baylor Athletics, specializing in diagnosing and treatment of any and all sport-related injuries. Celebrating over two decades of service to Central Texas, they tackle all surgical and non-surgical problems that arise from an active lifestyle. Trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. And when injuries sideline you, don't wait for Monday. Join us at 8.30 on Saturday morning for a post-game injury evaluation clinic. Baylor, Scott & White, Southwest Sports Medicine Orthopedics. We get you back in the game. 
This is 365 Sports. The Smokey.com podcast is presented by Peter Chevrolet in Longview, Texas. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. TFNB, your bank for life. Baylor's Scott & White Southwest Sports Medicine. And Bubba's 33. Chapel Hill quarterback Demetrius Brisbane and what Chapel Hill did to Gilmer. Gilmer fans are tired of hearing about it, but they've won a bucket load of games over the years. 71-53 Chapel Hill. Gilmer got him last year. And uh, Brisbane had over 300 yards rushing. He had seven touchdowns combined. Ricky Stewart, his uh, tremendous running mate, the running back, had 298 yards. Chapel Hill had over 700 yards in that game. Demetrius Brisbane and Chapel Hill jumped out uh, uh, on the map as a freshman. They went to the semifinals, losing to Austin LBJ in a gut-wrenching loss. Then last year, beaten pretty badly by Bernie in the semifinals for their back for more. Chapel Hill's history won the state championship really out of nowhere in 1989. Dickie Meeks was the head coach. He passed away in recent years, a great friend of mine. I did the Chapel Hill games back in 1990 on the radio uh, the year after they won the state title. They have won it before in 2011. They lost the year Year before, but in 11, Thomas Sitton and the Bulldogs ran the table, went 15 or no. There is a standard of excellence. The fan base is rabid, and they've got a team this year that is really good. And here's my conversation with Chapel Hill junior quarterback Demetrius Brisbane. You have probably heard about the career of Demetrius Brisbane at Chapel Hill High School. He goes by the name of D. Had a spectacular freshman run, sophomore year. Uh, close both years to playing for a state championship. And this year, they're off to a great start with a win against Gilmer this past weekend. Demetrius D. Brisbane put up huge numbers. First of all, thanks for your time. We appreciate it. I was, I, I'm impressed with how you've grown into this position. What makes you or are you more mature as a football player, more of a football junkie maybe than you were your first couple of years? I would like to start out by saying I appreciate you for um, giving me this opportunity. I think I didn't experience a lot over the couple of years because I know what I got to do to uh, get to the next level. <laughs> My offensive line been doing a great job for these last couple of years. This has given us chances to make uh, these big runs, um, et cetera. And I like to thank our coaches. They've been uh, helping me a lot through through this process or whatever. And they've done developed me into a great human. I like to appreciate all of them. Do you feel like the game is slower for you now that perhaps it was just like, wow, I mean, as a freshman, no matter what and where you're playing, but do you feel like the game has slowed down a little bit for you? And if if, if yes, how? Yes, sir. Most definitely. I think, I, like I said, I think I, I just matured over the past years. You know, I play a whole lot of different positions mm-hmm. or whatever. So me learning all these other positions, then I think that helps me a lot. Uh, the game has definitely slowed down for me a whole lot, just knowing what I got to do and how to do it. How thirsty were you in the offseason as a team uh, after what was so close your freshman year, the loss to LBJ that was heartbreaking, and then last year Bernie got you pretty good uh, in, in the uh, semifinals. But how how thirsty is this team to get to a state championship? I know you got to worry about this week, but how much of that is on your mind? State championship been on my all our mind since the beginning of our work. Our summer workouts are going to start. Um, we've been grinding 
been grinding and grinding on the field, in the weight room, off the field, in our classes. So I think that's helping us a lot. Yeah, you know, we still got that taste in our mouth from my freshman year and then my following sophomore year. So we still got that taste in our mouth that we really want that ring. And nobody, everybody that's in our past, past, that we gonna, we going to dominate no matter what. It's a lot on your shoulders, and that's what happens when you're the quarterback no matter what. And then on top of that, to be such a highly ranked player, I know you're committed to play at SMU. I know you have a lot of people around you, Ricky, and others that are also fantastic. But there's a lot of uh, expectations, high expectations for you. Has that at times been maybe not a burden, but at times if you had to kind of take a deep breath and enjoy it? Yes, sir. I didn't. Enjoy, enjoy some of my time, but I think a lot of my time I've just been focusing on football. And we want that state championship so bad, so we've been studying a lot and we've been just executing, trying to execute every play. We ain't trying to take no no plays off. We just trying to execute the whole game. So I think that done took us a long way. Were you even surprised by by the score? And and uh, I know it was competitive, and I know Gilmer got you last year. They have, along with Carthage and a few other schools, kind of been able to run East Texas. But Chapel Hill's got a great history with state championships too. Were you even surprised at at, at how you guys were just be able to go up and down the field against a great team like Gilmer? No, sir. Coming coming into this game. We were fired up about the game because we already knew what we had to do, how we had to do it. So coming to coming into the game, we already know we was about to work our butts off and do what we had to do to win this game. So I feel like our coaches put us in a great position to win this game. Uh, our linemen, our offensive line had a heck of a game. Mm-hmm. Like they themselves off. Our defense got the job done. Even though they were scoring our defense, our defense, I still feel like our defense still got the job done. They made the stops that we needed, and then we went back and scored. So I feel like all our teams contributed to this game to make us win. All right, Demetrius Brisbane with me, quarterback at Chapel Hill, the junior who's committed to SMU. You have pretty much every school in the country who has contacted you. You're committed to SMU, Rhett Lashley, and and that's great. What was it like, and how do you juggle all of the com- like coaches and others who were probably always trying to get a hold of you, or even before you committed to SMU, juggling all the phone calls from these schools all over the country? Just, just knowing that that I, I well, see, I got a little one, he uh, five months, so I've been trying to like find where the best place is for me, and I just feel like being closer to home is just perfect for me because I want him to continue on my legacy too at Chapel Hill so I just feel like Dallas was a great place to be in with no doubt I know SMU uh, programs coming up so I just wanted to be a part of that and stay close to my home. What's it like to have a son while you're trying to do all this in high school? He just makes me go harder like every time I every time I see him like he motivates me I got him at my live screen so every time I get down or whatever I look at my live screen he just motivates me to go harder and harder. You know, I, I know that you grew up, what, you came out of Louisiana. Uh, I, I know you've been in the Chapel Hill system for quite some time, but I also know, uh, D, that it has not been easy for you. But it seems like when I've talked to Coach Reardon and others, and I know people at Chapel Hill from, because I lived in East Texas forever with my website, Smokey.com and more, but that everybody discusses how remarkable you are, a great young man, 
you're almost beloved in the community. I guess maybe you are beloved in the community. How much have so many others helping you with your childhood and your upbringing? What does that mean to you? It means a lot to me. Um, I know that a lot of the kids in Chapel Hill community looks looks up to me, so I keep just trying to build that on and build that on. I be having like a lot of little ones texting me over there on social media, and I'm not. I take them back. Like I'm not just gonna leave them on, um, like delivered or open. So I take them back and try to build that like little communication with me, and they be telling me that I'm their fans and stuff, and you know, or whatever it is. But the cat, the Chapel Hill community is a great community. I, I love it here. I just try to show my respect to people put a smile on their face, and I let them do the same. Well, they won a state championship back with Dickie Meeks in 1989. I remember covering that team. And then, of course, uh, 2010, beaten in the state title game, came back the next year. Coach Sitton and company went 15-0. and And then, of course, you guys have been knocking on the door. Do you have those in the community that either played on those teams or those who had people who played on those teams? Do they bring that up a lot about just the tradition, the expectation, the standard of Chapel Hill football? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, I know a couple people that actually that was on that state title team. Actually, one of our coaches from Chapel Hill actually was on that state title team, Coach Thompson. I think mm-hmm. his name was Wesley, Wesley Thomas or Thompson or something like that, but he actually coaching at our school now. He be telling, like, telling me all the good things, including Mr. Dean, our superintendent. Oh, yeah. I believe he was on that state title team, too, and I'd be going to his office sometimes and just looking at that picture, and I, I just imagine that picture in my head, like, like we about to, about to get that title. Yeah, he, he was really good, too. He might be... I'm, I'm, he knows he, that, that team was special. That first one in 1989, it was amazing. And of course, Chapel Hill has been good. Uh, and, and now where you are, did you guys send a message? You said you were ready, focused and ready to have a great game against Gilmer. Do you feel like you sent the rest of the state or even East Texas a message? Yes, sir. I feel like we sent all of East Texas a message to let them know like that. We come in, we not playing around. We really want this for Demetrius Brisbane with us on my high school football website. I'm David Smoke. It's great to have you on the show. I appreciate your time. You know, I, I mentioned this earlier that your your upbringing was difficult. Was that something that motivated you? You mentioned your son, and that's motivating you. But was with what you've been through motivating you to make sure you could get out, to focus on what your future is, and to have a life that you want everyone else around you to have? Yes, sir. Actually, a lot of things that motivated me, like me coming into my freshman year, knowing that that I wasn't going to start at quarterback. Me not knowing that I was just going to jump in at quarterback in the middle of the game. But at the beginning of my freshman year, like I, I worked hard, and I was – I was motivating myself, like, telling people, like, I want to be like y'all because I had big brothers that was going D1 and all this other stuff. So that really motivated me a lot, too. Like, I was telling them, like, I want to be like y'all one day. I just feel like that motivated me a lot to um, definitely, like, coming from where I'm coming from, from, like, Louisiana and New Orleans because they got a lot of people down there that's, like, down and, and, like, that's not good and don't got a home. And I'm really thankful thankful for my parents. But um, then me get a chance to move down here and come to Chapel Hill and show them what I got. When Coach Ridd first came, he told me that I was gonna be that dude, and uh, I grind. I grind my middle school year, and we was we went undefeated basketball and football. Mm. I grind. I grind. I just grinded it out. And eighth grade year, we started. Me and Ricky started working with Varsity or whatever. We went to SMU. 
to uh, play seven on seven, and that's like that's really when I, when I really started falling in love with the sport or whatever. So I just really, that really motivated me to like keep going. How important is it knowing the role you have and how much the football team means? And there's a lot more to Chapel Hill than just football, but it means a lot in Texas and obviously at, at your school. Well, what's it like to make sure that you are focused? with who you are as a person and, and then also that you take care of your business and that people are always looking at you to see how you're doing and what you're doing. I always like to keep that positive attitude to everybody. I don't like to, you see me? I don't like to like bash on nobody or do all this other stuff. I congratulate, I congratulate my boys um, for what they do for me. And I know I'm a big part of this team and I know a lot of people like look up to me and count on me. So I just, I try to keep that uh, momentum going or whatever. Yeah, I try to I try to make make sure everybody good off the field. Make sure everybody's doing good in their classes or whatever. Make sure I'm doing good in my classes myself. I know you have a great friendship and a rivalry in a way that's competitive with Ricky, and you get to hand the ball to him, and my goodness, what a one-two punch, but there's more to Chapel Hill. How much do you guys feed off of each other? You had 700 and some yards rushing as a team against Gilmer. Last week when Coach Reardon sent me that text, I was like, wow. You had over 300, 330, I think, and Ricky was at 298. How much do you feed off of each other? We feed off each other a lot. Like once we see each other get going, then like it's not. It's we got a whole lot of momentum that we can't be stopped. That's what's that's what's going through our mind. Like me and Ricky be talking to the in the backfield, and he be like, "Bro, I'm about to go score." And then when he <laughs> tell me he about to score, he take it 60, 50 yards and go score. We just we just love to keep that communication. We got a, another running back named Zaborian Cook. Um, uh-huh. He really nobody just really knew about him because he played mostly defense last year, but. That's a rising star that's coming up, and I'm, I really look forward to, to see what he do. But I really give a lot of credit to our online because without them, we wouldn't be who, what we are right now. Well, you, you, you're right, and you can't do what you do without holes or even if you make a play based on pressure on you, whatever. I mean, those guys are the ones that don't get enough of the credit. I love the fact you've brought them up now on at least two or three occasions. So – Let's go back early on, freshman, sophomore year, and then, I, again, Dee Brisbane of Chapel Hill. Appreciate your time. So if you made a mistake, if you threw an interception or you fumbled the ball, a freshman and sophomore year, you probably got down on yourself because that's just normal, the age, and, and you want to make every play. What is different about you now if you make a mistake this year? What's different about me now, I ain't going to put my head down for uh, nobody, or even if I do – not saying I will, but even if I do end up making a mistake or putting my head down, I always got teammates that will come and lift me up or coaches that will come and lift me up. What are your thoughts about SMU football? You mentioned that they're up and coming, and obviously they've been in a nice little run. And Have you been paying attention to the fact that they might? There's a chance that they could be a part of even the ACC conference if things work out? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I've been uh, paying attention to that a lot, and I've been talking to the coaches a lot from SMU, and I really feel like they making me feel comfortable. Like, they make me feel like that's my home already. I feel like SMU program coming up and knowing that they might be in the ACC, like, making me even want to, like, go there more because uh, it's not that they playing, like, in a smaller division right now, but I feel like once they come up and get all – get all they need, then they're going to be a better, whole better team, and I feel like they can compete in that ACC. You want to say hi to anybody, even if it's family? You want to say hi and tell people a lot, uh, uh, some of those that mean the most to you? 
I like to shout out to Coach Reardon for putting me in the position I'm I am today. I like to shout out really all my coaches for believing in me. I like to shout out Coach Johnson for giving me the the stable the stability of uh, being here for him and him being here for me. I like to shout out to his girlfriend, Miss Stacy. She's been here since day one since I got to Chapel Hill. I like to shout out my son Kyle Brisbane. You know I love you, boy. Out of the whole world. And I like to shout out to my mom and dad, really, for get, putting me on this earth. Because mm-hmm. without that, I wouldn't be here without them. So I like to shout out to them. Uh, shout out to my grandparents for taking care of me, making sure I'm the disciplined person I am today. That's awesome. And I know there's a lot more and a lot of people who have had an influence on your life, from your mom and dad to others and your son. You can come home and maybe you didn't have a good day, but, man, when you see him, you're light up. And, man, that, that's what matters right there. And I think that's awesome and uh, in, in the way you feel about that. Demetrius D., thank you for your time. Good luck the rest of the year. Good luck this week, too. And, and uh, I can't wait to maybe talk to you down the road. Yes, sir. I appreciate you. Demetrius D. Brisbane, Chapel Hill quarterback on Smokey.com's statewide high school football podcast, and I'm David Smoke. Hope you've enjoyed the show so far this week. We're not done. Coming up in the next segment, what are the best games in Texas this week? What are the elite games in Texas this week? And also, I gave the scores of what were some of the more impressive wins in week one. And, of course, we can't get to all of them. But we also have the Smokey.com Pick'em Contest brought to you by and sponsored by Bubba's 33 Restaurant in Waco. You can go online, go to Smokey.com, S-M-O-A-K-Y.com. Look for the Pick'em link, and you have a chance to pick anywhere from sometimes 15 to 35 games. And the winner wins a $25 gift certificate from Bubba's. Bubba's 33 in Waco. We'll come back with who won the first week contest and the best games of week number two. This is the Smokey.com Texas High School Football Podcast. In Texas, there's pea-sized hail and baseball-sized hail. Guess which one hit our house? We didn't even know where to begin, but we called our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent, and he was so reassuring. He knew exactly what to do to get our house back into shape and our lives back to normal. Now, we're even more thankful for the roof over our heads. Stop by and see our agents at one of our three McLennan County locations. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Pizza, burgers, and Bears football. There's no place around Waco that serves them all other than Bubba's 33. Come show your green and gold and enjoy some of Waco's best food and beverages while watching your favorite team, the Bears. When real Bears fans get hungry, Bubba's 33 is the number one spot for ice-cold drinks, hand-stretched, stone-baked pizzas, and bacon-infused burgers. Join us for indoor or patio dining. Bubba's 33, Waco's restaurant and proud supporter of Baylor Bears football. Sick'em, Bears. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge Checking and Savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. 
Baylor, Scott & White, Southwest Sports Medicine, or the Phoenix, the team physicians for Baylor Athletic, specializing in diagnosing and treatment of any and all sport-related injuries. Celebrating over two decades of service to Central Texas, they tackle all surgical and non-surgical problems that arise from an active lifestyle. Trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. And when injuries sideline you, don't wait for Monday. Join us at 8.30 on Saturday morning for a post-game injury evaluation clinic. Baylor, Scott & White, Southwest Sports Medicine, or the Phoenix. We get you back in the game. This is 365 Sports. The Smokey.com podcast is presented by Peter Chevrolet in Longview, Texas. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. TFNB, your bank for life. Baylor's Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine. And Bubba's 33. Final segment, week number two of the Texas high school football season. I'm David Smoke, and we appreciate your time. If you wouldn't mind, share what we do. Like and subscribe the page. It's all a part of the real, or so to speak, channel of 365 Sports, YouTube, but also this specific channel for the High School Football Podcast every week. So last week, uh, I mentioned some of the key wins. Randy Polk of Longview. He was a part of that Pick'em. You go online, it's very simple. Pick the games you want. We make it very easy. He was 21-8-1. and one. The one was a game, Newton's game, was canceled. And so uh, because of like some, a lot of dirt in the air, a lot of weird stuff in the sky, so that's the one. But 21-8-1, and one, that's a pretty good record. Sometimes people might go 28-2. and two. But with the games we see week in and week out, that's 21-8-1. and one. He was the winner, Randy Polk, who's won that before in the past on Smokey.com with the Pick'em Contest. Again, brought to you by Bubba's 33. Now, here is the list of the best games. Now, there are a bunch of them. And thanks to Jerry Forrest of PickskinPrep.com for sending out. This is what we have. If you look at the graphic, on the left-hand side, you'll see a number. Next to the left of each school then you'll see a number to the right of each school. And on top of that, to the far right, you'll see another number. For example, the first game, Melissa and China Spring, a total ranking combined between those two schools of three. Of three. Melissa coming off a tremendous win last week against Argyle, now in 5A Division II. And China Spring, two-time defending champions. They've won it in 4A Division II. And last year won it in 4A Division I with the win against Bernie. Cash McCollum, their quarterback. And Trevor Hand is the quarterback for, uh, uh, for Melissa. This ought to be an incredible game at China Spring. Also, uh, go down a couple of notches. I mentioned Grandview earlier in the show. And Malakoff, Jamie Driscoll and Malakoff. And, and, of course, Ryan Ebner, the head coach at Grandview. What a great matchup that is in 3A. Lancaster and Oak Cliff, South Oak Cliff, two-time defending champions. This should be a good one. Oak, Oak Cliff was beaten South Oak Cliff by Duncanville. So 0-1, you could almost just blur that right out. Geyer and Alito, always a great matchup. And they'll meet uh, a six-man game, Westbrook and Jonesboro there as well. Hershey and Brock, Brock coming off the loss, trying to bounce back against Wichita Falls. Hershey, Canadian, and Bushland, a great game as well. Then there's two teams that have great history. Kilgore and Gilmer both lost their opening games. They'll meet to see who can get their first win of the year. And somebody really good is going to be 0-2. Here's a game between Centerville and Crawford. This is old school. 
This is like, get off my lawn. It doesn't mean they can't throw the ball, but they'd probably rather not. They will a little bit. This is old school, smash mouth, a physical, well-played two teams, Centerville and Crawford, both are 1-0. and This is power against power. Atascacita and Katie. Atascacita really has become really, really good. We know all about what Katie's done. Atascacita has never beaten Katie, and so they play that in a non-district game. Texas High. What a win for Texas High, and they'll play Colleyville Heritage. They beat uh, Texas High last week. A great win against Frisco Lone Star. Lorena off the loss to China Spring. They weren't expected to win that game. Uh, they will be good, but they're trying to figure things out, uh, especially a quarterback. They'll try to iron that out. They have the court, uh, court, wide receiver, Jaden Porter, didn't have a chance to have an impact. China Springs shut him down, and they play West. Troop and Carlisle in a game that's always going to be competitive. Decatur and Ryder up in the uh, north, just outside of the uh, north part of Texas uh, near the Panhandle, but not quite, but a, a really good teams. And then also, there's, this is going to be good. Man, you talk about a track meet. Connolly and La Vega, first of all, they are very, um, they're very intense rivals. I mean, they're separated by I-35, and that's about it. Kiefer Sibley, Kobe Black, Jamarian Vincent, who had a great first game as quarterback. Remember, they lost McDonald, who's now at the University of Texas, who was going to replace him. Vincent did very well, thank you, against La Vega. Don Hyde and, and what they do, the Pirates, Junior Thornton, who transferred in from Midway, had a really, really big-time impact in the opening win for them against Kennedale and a great win, 35-28. And then there's Bryson Rowland with Junior Thornton's ability to take every single snap and go whatever amount of yards he needs to to score. How much do you think that's opened up what Bryson Rowland can do and vice versa? And Rowland, of course, last year was nicked up a little bit, had an incredible freshman year, so look for good things. This ought to be a classic game. Not sure how many points will be scored, but it might be crazy, crazy good in that one. Uh, Terry Garrick, the head coach at Connolly in his second year, and Don Hyde at La Vega. All right, that wraps up week number two of the Texas High School Football uh, podcast. We will every week look at the best wins. We will look at players of the week based on uh, East and Greater Central Texas and also mention some of the other crazy good performances. I am fortunate to be a nominator and a ballot, a voter for the uh, Texas Built for Tough players of the week in high school football and all classifications uh, in Texas. And so we'll pass some of that information along with you. Interviews with coaches and players and human interest like the one today with Corbin Mock at Lake Belton. Our sponsors, Peter Chevrolet and Longview, TFNB, your bank for life, Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, Scott and White, Southwest Sports Medicine, and Bubba's 33. For Garrett Ross, for Jack McKenzie, every Thursday at 10, we go live with this show. The Smokey.com Texas High School Football Podcast. I'm David Smoke, and have a great weekend. This is 365 Sports. The Smokey.com Podcast is presented by Peter Chevrolet in Longview, Texas. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance. TFNB, your bank for life. Baylor Scott & White Southwest Sports Medicine. And Bubba's 33.